Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the kicks, Bill. The Trippers, the Grasshoppers, the Hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 18, episode number 3,997. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill. The Ted Smith. <laughs> and my car. On tap today, the lovely Taryn Daly joins us once again. We will sit and spin. Today from Billboard magazine, we get the 10 best pop songs of all times. We will play profile this. Plus headlines, men's room shout of the day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite, TV time with Dick. Click, clack. Drink it, a drunk. All right, here we go to Michigan where a rutting deer knew the perfect store to crash into. <laughs> In Florida, Taco Bell order is stolen off a porch by one known as Winnie the Pooh. Australian man brings the wrong snake home to show his kids. Taking a car for a valet joyride is something that most hotels forbid. And a police chief is injured in a crash after leaving a reckless driving news conference. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, according to the folks at Forbes, 66% of U.S. households, they own a pet. Dogs and cats obviously are the top two, but we'll pretty much take on any animal as a pet as long as the law allows. Case in point, a family in Mississippi, they were reunited with their beloved spider monkey after it escaped into the woods for 24 hours. Part of the reason the monkey was found, 
Well, it's because of a volunteer's more conventional pets. A local hunter brought along his two tracking dogs. And dogs, cool as they are, and I love me a dog, they still seem to cause us humans the most trouble. They're the animal responsible for the most visits to the vets and for all kinds of reasons. But it seems like you pretty much know why your dog is going to end up at the vet. See, because when it comes to your own pet, you have a pretty good idea of what they get into. Even that unpredictable murderer you call a cat. Now, it seems like everything they do is predicated on the idea that they want to kill you. But today, we got our hands on a lot of scientific info that suggests they actually like you. Turns out when they throw their butthole in your face, that's a sign of love. Hmm. Which makes me happy because after getting home from the weekend yesterday, my cat kept doing that. And I was really wondering what that was all about. But according to science, it means she loves me. I wish she could express it differently. Unless you're Miles' cat, Dr. Gomez. Gomez just wanted to hurt you. Uh, but today we're talking about pets, but more specifically, what you know about how they are. You know those things that you can accurately predict that they will do or not do or how to react in any given situation. It's like having the kids. You know how your pet is going to respond given a certain stimuli that happens around it. And that's what we want to talk about today. Think about you're inviting us over to your home. That's right. The men's room's coming over there. You have a pet. Just think about the warnings or the little things you might need to tell us before we actually step foot in your house. And that's what today's question is. What's that thing about your pet? To be a part of the big show, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to The Men's Room at KISW.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Abachery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9. Oh, Charles, away we go. Welcome to Season 18, Episode number 3,997. A large in the charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future repeat. Once again, we'll be joined by the lovely Taryn Daly. Uh, Billboard Magazine's been out for about 65 years. And the way the Billboard uh, works, it's based on the number of sales. 
Right. So the way the Billboard, uh, you know, as far as the, the, the top uh, songs in the country, whether that's country, whether that's rock, whether that's uh, top 40, uh, it's all done based on the number of sales and units. So Billboard's been putting this out for a long time, but the writers for Billboard magazine, they decided to get together and uh, come up with what they believe to be the best pop songs of all times so since their existence. They're going on the Rolling Stone on this. They are. Because they're all, yes. like you said, they're just fact-based. Like, what? you don't have to like the song, but a lot of people bought it, so here they are, right? Look, you might not like disco, but it's it's going to be very difficult for you not to dance or enjoy listening to the Bee Gees. Sure. <laughs> they're just, they're a pop machine. So those types of songs get stuck in your head, whatever they are. Even What did you have stuck in your head last week? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Freaking mm-hmm. Reindeer. Rudolph Dude, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's not like I'd heard it anywhere. I don't know why. It's one of those things, I guess it had been in my head for like 10 minutes, and you don't realize it until you start singing it out loud. So we're down there smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, man, I have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in my head, and I can't get it out. Yep. It, well, it was squatting in my brain. Ten best pop songs of all times. Coming up with the lovely Taryn Daly. We will sit and spin. And oh boy, lucky you. You get more Men's Room Monday through Friday exclusively on Odyssey. And the Odyssey app. Join us for the Men's Room Happy Hour coming up. Episode number 491. We took the day off yesterday flying back in uh, in town. Man, it was a long-ass day. That was Ted, long. you, uh, you were down in Texas. I was. Uh, Steve and myself were in Baltimore. Uh, Michael's in California. Yeah. We're all someplace doing something this weekend. So we'll Being some, dry. We'll do some props. Wherever uh, we were. <laughs> we, man, and, and look, we know it rains in Seattle. This is well-known internationally, but... When you leave town for a hot minute, you just kind of forget. You deal with the weather they have, right? So the last two times I've been out of town was San Diego slash San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Baltimore. And Baltimore, November, is not normally the best. But for some fluke reason, this past weekend, blue skies, 71 degrees. Beautiful. Rocking, oh, beautiful. Yeah, man. You forget all kinds of stuff when you uh, when you leave town. And, and you go someplace where you know it's sunny and people are happy. Yeah. You, know, you get in the elevator, people say hi. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, hi, hi. How are you? I have to warn my kids every time. Hey, man, listen. Strangers are going to talk to you. Speak back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they do. I yeah. got pretty red on Saturday at the Texas football game. And I said, when I get home, I'm going to brag. Look at this, bitches. Right. Got a sunburn. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty quick to pick up a check because I'm like, this is cheap as hell. God, it's cheap, man. Food's cheap. You know, hotel's cheap. Uh, so it wasn't the, wasn't the worst weekend in the world, so to speak. Uh, it, it depends who you're and, a and fan the, of. And the Ravens. Yeah. 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 Hey, well, it's very nice for the Ravens kicked yeah. the crap out of the Seahawks. You know what, though? Uh, I truly believe people uh, from Seattle who traveled to the game, although watching the game was a little bit difficult, I, I definitely know they had a good time in Baltimore. They were treated well, man. Walking around the stadium, it was. I mean, they wanted to get. I'm saying Ravens fans wanted to get pictures of Seahawks fans. I was there with two of them, and I'm like, "What the f, man?" So I'm wearing the home colors. I'm clearly here to support. You're like the enemy, and people are like, "Come on over, I'll buy you a beer." Won't buy my ass a beer, but to buy you a beer. Uh, One thing I will say: there's a woman from Anchorage, Alaska. So last night they were sitting at the bar, and uh, she's there with her friend, and she's a Seahawks fan. She had a pom pom with her. Like, you're from Seattle. She's like, I lived in Seattle for like 20 years, but I'm from Anchorage originally. I have since moved back. I travel with my pom-poms. Okay, cool. Maybe. She was down to one. She's like, I lost the other one. She won't make new ones. That was her thing. She's like, nah, man, these are my good luck pom-poms. I said, they didn't do much for you this time. But she's like, I always travel with it. I lost the other one like, I don't know, like 1986, some other random ass game. So she brought it down. Then her and my wife start talking about... The Seahawks, the Ravens, the different coaches and all this. And my wife's like, well, I don't like Pete Carroll from back in his college days. All right. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with the Seahawks. I just still never liked him. Well, this lady was 75 years old. So she looked at us and went, I'm 75 years old. And when I see that Pete Carroll on the sideline, I mean, just meow. So I, don't, I understand. <laughs> she really liked yeah, Pete, Pete Carroll. Carroll. I was like, I get it, yeah, man. Yeah. 
She, he's so spry, running up and down the sideline, all that energy. He does. He does. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for his does. Agents, yeah, it's like, I get thing. it, lady. I get it. So props coming up on the Men's Room Happy Hour. If you don't have the Odyssey app downloaded now, it's absolutely free. Join us coming up for episode number 491. Just search for the Men's Room and you'll see all the crap that we've got up there for you from uh, from this fine uh, radio station and show. Uh, and today on The Question, we're going to talk about your pet. Uh, as far as uh, just one quick text that came in. Bless you, Mike. Hey. Says, thanks to the Hawks losing to the Ravens. I received a mouth hug and dinner for my girlfriend. Best game ever. Wow. So he got consoled with that. That's a quick way to turn the frown upside down. Okay, then. Very nice. <laughs> I mean, look, let's go turn we'll talk about it more. One good thing about the Seahawks looking like absolute crap is that halftime I left and went to a food and wine festival in Austin. That's the hell of it. So I was like, I was like I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to go eat eat little Not bites good. and... Drink wine. Mm-mm-mm. That's that's <laughs> what you do in Texas. You go to a wine festival. I know. Well, trust me. Uh, there was a lot of whiskey drank too. I bet there was. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> One thing we know about our pets: it's either a story, it's either a behavior, it's something that they do that makes them unique. Uh, and you can take it for any pet. I, hell, I, at one point in time, uh, I had a dog named Miles, <laughs> and it was guaranteed that he would hump a pillow. Oh, now, my God. He would, and that, he that, loved it. That tore it up, man. He would grab one wherever he could. It could be your pillow that you sleep on. It could be a pillow on the couch. I used to it close my bedroom door. We, we lived together for the first few months. We were he goes, steal your pillow. I had to close my door to my bedroom because I was not. And that's the thing. Sofa pillows would be on the floor and got back to cushions, pillows from somebody's bedroom. And I'm like, look, man. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things. I just you can have sex in my bed. I can live with that. Don't fart on my pillow. And if your dog, please don't hump it. And when you watch this dog hump the pillow, it was not subtle. No, he was, like, no. If he had a porn tab, it would be the roughest stuff that you could find. Oh yeah, he he went after. It. And it wasn't just like he did it for my little thirty seconds. He, <laughs> no, he's just, five. He's five minutes in on this. And <laughs> you're watching he, TV. He, I mean, trying to ignore this. You have, <laughs> you have people over. <laughs> it was it was aggressive. Yeah, it, real aggressive. You have people over for Thanksgiving dinner. You have family members <laughs> over. You have friends <laughs> over. People, that, you know, just and then all of a sudden you look over and whether you're in the middle of a prayer or whatever, that dog is just. Evan a pillow across the room. Now, like, and he always kind of pushed it across the room. Yeah. So you're like, Dude, oh, my God, man. He tried to get him to stop, but he wouldn't because he was on a mission. Now, the other dog at the time, uh, Honey, her thing was she would put she would put a sheen on her vagine like nobody's business. She would just absolutely. No, but it never stopped, Mike. Right. We, I can't. You could put. Every you, dog does it. But again, I remember watching. We were watching something on TV. It's a standard 30-minute sitcom. She did it from the time that show started. Until the time the show ended, finally it's like, honey, seriously, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, you could you could you could put makeup on in that thing. I mean, it yeah. was it was such a shine on it. By the time <laughs> she was done, you could see her reflection in it like a mirror, it, and that's what that was her thing. I would have paid to surgically remove her vagina just so I did not have to listen to that sound. Right. Yep. When you're watching anything, my dog does that now, and I tried to let her do it. Look, I, I guess it's just maintenance for a dog. It's just the sound. It just really, 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 really bothers me. And the thing is. The dog will be in whatever room you are in, which is not unusual for a dog. You get, and she's dead asleep. And I forgot about this because, again, I just spent three days away from her and it all came crashing back. She's dead asleep in the living room, watching TV, close up shop around 1130 last night, go into the bedroom. Instantly, she follows into the bedroom. Cool, fine, love the loyalty. She's got a little bench with a blanket on it at the end of the bed. So she spends three minutes moving the blanket around to make sure it's exactly with the lumps. So I'm like, mm-hmm. And I get it. I can live with that. That's cool. Even though she's blocking the TV I'm trying to watch. And even though she'd been dead asleep, she cannot go to sleep for the final time at night. Like when she knows I'm in bed, this is the time that her vagina must be cleaned. And part of the reason, I'm not a big fan of watching TV in bed, 
but I do it so that I don't seem mean to her and I can drown out the sound of it. But as I'm watching TV last night, and I, I swear to God, I'm really trying to ignore it. I am. And you just see her silhouette because the only light in the room is the TV. And it's such a head bouncing up and down. I can barely hear because I have the TV loud enough. And that one leg up in the air kind of mm-hmm. blocking. Yeah, yeah. And then after about three minutes, kind of took my foot, gently put it on top of her head. And she understands that's my way of saying it's clean enough. You, right. You yep. got to Well, she was almost there. And I even told the, the kids because they hear me just kind of yelling her like, Molly! I'm like, what did she do? I said, she didn't really do anything, guys. I said, listen, I'm going to level with you. You're old enough to hear this. The thing that might annoy your father the most is the sound of that dog licking her butthole. I cannot say. They thought it was hilarious. I'm like, I'm serious, man. I don't know what it is about that sound. It makes me insane. And I feel yep. like she does it too much. Can't do it. There's nothing wrong with it. Leave it alone. Now, uh, so, so Honey passes on. And uh, at this point in time, rescue another beagle. This beagle's name is Chewy. We thought that that was very unusual because Chewy is not something that I would equate to a female name. For whatever reason. Yeah. I just. Well, I, I think Chewbacca probably ruined. That's, that's what I think. Of. So, all of you that want to name uh, your daughter uh, Chewbacca. Yeah, it's And I know there's, a, there's an animal food service Chewy thing out there. We get it. Uh, but I think about Corolla bars. You think about what now? Corolla bars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Chewy yeah, bars. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how Chewy, but, I got Chewbacca. I got granola bars. But initially, not knowing how well the dog was uh, house trained and everything else, we got a metal crate for the dog. And this was like a really nice metal crate. It wasn't a cheap one. It was it was a good one. She, uh, the wife got it from like uh, the, one of the veterinary clinics that she worked for. This was right. a, she has access to the good sturdy stuff. Sturdy right? ass uh, cage, right? So we've got this thing in the bedroom. And we go to dinner. We are gone two hours. Chewy in that period of time. She chewed through the metal crate, which was impressive. I mean, I don't know how the hell she did it. Annoying, but impressive, yes. Yes, she chewed through the metal crate and got out. Now, at this point in time, the bedroom door is closed because she was a barker as well, so we want to try to keep the noise down. She starts to eat away at the door frame. <laughs> I mean, seriously, she chew- we had to replace at least two or three door frames, one by the garage that she tried to chew to get out, right. one in the bedroom, and then she tried to chew another door frame when we put her in the bathroom downstairs. <laughs> so there's three that have been completely gnawed out. On this night in particular, after she chews through the cage, she chews through the carpet. And when I say she chews through the carpet, she pulled the carpet back from the door. She had chewed through all the padding on the carpet. This is brand new carpet, by the way. She then began to chew through the floorboards, the two by the, uh, the the plywood that was that was down in the floor. I couldn't open I couldn't open the door to the bedroom because it was all bunched up from her chewing. Right, right, right. And that's when I knew why they named her Chewy. Or you ever think to ask? Wendy? I always feel like no, no, it's no, important to ask. Our dog's name is Molly, and I did not ask, and I realized it's like because she's on drugs all the time. <laughs> like to me, that's got to be it. That makes mm-hmm. the most sense based on names. Like, but at least Molly yeah. is a common name. It is a common like, name. Miles is right. Chewy, <laughs> like for a pet, right? For a pet, it's kind of a different one. Yeah, but I mom. would, I would never have thought about it until you tell that story, and it's always like, oh yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Right now, now I understand why a female is called Chewy mm-hmm. because, like, I would never name my dog who's a boy Molly or Nips. It just, it just, it doesn't, it didn't, it didn't compute that night. But it, you realize though, that means that dog had a different name. Up until it got old right. enough to clearly yeah. identify behavior. Like, oh, her name was Janine. We changed it to Chewy. This dog also had the ability to push furniture around 
and manipulate it so she could get up on the counter or wherever she wanted to go. So if you had a, a loaf of bread on the counter, that that was going to be eaten. So you, you can't leave a loaf of bread out. Any type of food product. Any, and this was a guarantee. Guarantee. You could have a coffee that you left out on the on your on your bed stand or your nightstand or your kitchen. She would drink it. There was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing. The dog was freaking insane. You ever come home to her like smoking your cigarettes, wearing your bathrobe? I mean, my God, she ate everything. She she got into a she got she figured out how to open up the pantry, and ate about half of a bag of dry dog food. I my wife was out of town. I came home, and there's this dog that looks like the Goodyear blimp. Laying on its side in the kitchen, panting and breathing heavy. And I'm like, what in the hell, man? Why is your stomach all tight? What are you, what are you? And I opened up. And this was a brand new bag. Of, the, the, the bag had not been opened yet. This was right. another bag of dog food. She, she hadn't finished the other one that she had. She got into that one, and she ate half of it. And I'm telling you, this was probably a 10 to 15 pound mm. bag of dog food. And I could, not, I could not believe the amount of dog food when I realized how much she ate. Now, I discovered shortly thereafter, the next day, exactly how much it was because that first walk right. in the morning was uh, was insane as far as the amount of crap. I've never seen a dog use the bathroom that much. It was, But she would eat to the point of you had to stop her. Right. There was nothing that she, she would jump up on the table while you were eating dinner. And while you're sitting there? And try to steal something and run away with it. I... Those dogs are ridiculous. I, I know. My but, brother had one, and I mean, seriously, you couldn't, like, if he had anything, especially when he had smaller children, like, you just, you couldn't have kids eat anywhere with, with, if the dog was out. A goldfish, anything. Right, because they, they're just, that's just what they do. You they hunt around the dog for food, away. and I mean, they, his dog was like a little small shark. <laughs> like, as soon as you turn your head, you just see, right. snatch stuff. <laughs> oh, I saw Chewy. There was a girl... She was probably three or four years old. Oh, no. We were at a park. <laughs> the parents were having a picnic. This girl's got a hot dog in her hand. She's three years old. Chewie runs over, grabs that hot dog, and takes off running. And that girl started crying and bawling her eyes out. And Chewie ran as fast as she could and just chomping that hot dog while she was running so that she could swallow the entire thing before, before anyone, anyone got stopped. Yeah. I saw my brother's beagle basically bully a lab once because it wanted to eat its food. Damn. And the, I yeah. mean, the lab wasn't that old, but it was still physically bigger than the beagle. But it just, it's like, he just kept biting it. Mm -hmm. An attack of the food, and that, that lab gave up. It's like being carjacked by a dwarf who has a gun. Like, oh, man, this feels so wrong, but obviously this you know, means get, more like, to you than me. Get beat up by a 10-year-old. <laughs> and then, of course, you got to go over and apologize profusely to this family. About oh, the that's dog, awful. You know, like, and, and the girl's still crying, and that's dad's so now holding her, and... She was scared by the dog. They just wanted to pick. Now the mind. dog, you know, took her hot dog, and now she's all <laughs> freaked out. And you know, where were the where those people? Why are you dog on a leash? You know? Well, the dog was doing uh, zoomies, right, for a while, and then it just took off right to <laughs> that little girl, snagged the hot dog. What's uh, what's that thing about your pet? Two zero six eight zero three rock. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. My question, what is that thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Taylor. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, dudes. Hola. Hola. 
right, so uh, grew up in a broken home. Uh, poor me. But uh, my dad lived out in Spokane, but like an outside town called Deer Park. Okay. And it's a little more rural. Actually, it's like out in the, the boonies, but uh, they used to have like cougar issues. And so I remember one summer I went and visited my dad and he had this trailer out in Deer Park out in the middle of nowhere. And there was three dogs that essentially came with the trailer. What a deal. Right? <laughs> one was uh, this dog named Gunner who was humongous, like 140 pounds, big. Um, it knew not to jump on me because it would take me down. You said it was 140 was, pounds about? Uh, it might have been bigger. I'm, I'm not kidding you. This was the biggest dog I've ever seen in person. Uh, sweet as can be, though. And then there was King, who was half wolf, and you couldn't pet him. He just sat on the top of the hill and kind of hung out. And then Ralph, which was a golden retriever, but he would hump both of them, like, insanely. He was the gayest I've ever seen. Okay. So there was one night my dad was telling me, and we, there was a big bay window in the trailer, and he goes, you know, we have cougars that come out here, and the reason the dogs are here is because of the cougars. And they lived under the trailer. The dogs, so night, the dogs did, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not during the winter. They would come inside during the winter, but during, like, the summer months, they lived under. Um, but anyway, one night, we hear this. I, I don't want to try to mimic a cougar scream because it'll sound stupid, but you get what I mean. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you just hear the bottom of the floor rumble, and all three dogs take off up into the woods. And then there's just this sound of screaming and barking, and all three dogs come back after the, there's a silence. And their gunner, who was you know, the big one, he's all white. Now he's all red. Oh, God. Covered in blood. Turns out they killed a cougar, like tore it apart, ripped its throat out. Um, coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're dealing with a wolf. Well, yeah, the king. You again. I king was super nice to me, but I'd never pet him. I guarantee he led the charge. He was like, "Hey, big dumb idiot, go do it." Uh, weird golden retriever, go hump it when it's dead. That is some kinky stuff with this mm -hmm. golden retriever. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like his mo. The hey, I'm just here for the sex. Well, man, uh, there's one of those shows like you know what the the. Kind of fake animal foe. What did that mean for Rhino who took mm -hmm. on a hippo, blah, blah, blah. They did Cougar versus Wolf. And in this, now granted, you had three canines, so that helped. But they said the whole thing would be that the fe the feline generally would not want to engage the wolf. But they say, but wolves, no. they have this thing. Kind of like once you make eye contact, it's go time, period, right? Nothing else you can do. But in that particular fight, they said the Cougar would probably win only because of its claws. And speed. All right. well, it's a single wolf. The size of the cougar was about the size of King, so we'll say roughly 60, 70 pounds. So it's not small, but, I, like, its throat was open. They tore it apart. 
So you physically went out and saw this thing? Oh, they they drug it back. He was wagging his tail. Yeah, you know what, man? I I can't believe those things are in the wild, to be honest with you. Uh, Here's a quick question. What do you do after after your dogs drag back a uh, cougar carcass, right? Because I've had a cat that would catch mice and bring them to me, and it's like, I can pick it up, put it in the trash. How do you dispose of a cougar carcass? There's a gas station in Deer Park that has it stuffed and mounted. Oh, nice. All right, cool. That's very cool. Hey, look, my buddy Jay, uh, what, what kind of dogs does he have? Boston Terriers. He's got Boston Terriers. So they're not the biggest dogs in the world. But right. at, any, at any rate... Um, but they're Terriers. I can't remember what... I think he was... One, he was <laughs> like, they're not very big at yeah. all. He was doing a day trip something. He, either way, he he dropped his dogs off at his sister's house. Oh, God. I know. Oh, I don't think you're supposed to tell the story anymore. Yeah, you don't care. Uh, so this hound dog... This hound dog was his sister's hound dog, right? I mean, this is a big-ass hound dog. Like, I mean, a hound hound dog. And they had a goat on the property, and his sister was getting ready to move to California. So one of the things that she wanted to do was she wanted to find a home for this goat. Okay. And, and she was having a hard time finding a new location. To, <laughs> new goat home? Yeah, she was. She just couldn't find anybody to take the goat. Anyway, she comes home one day, uh, and, and Jay dropped his dogs off there. And those three dogs slaughtered that goat. Drugged oh, the goat carcass no. through the home. The whole side of the house is covered in blood. The deck is covered oh, in blood. No. Jay's dogs are covered, their faces are covered in blood. The, the but now the dog, hound dog had been living with the goat peacefully, right? Yes, they were fine. They but the terrier them. showed up and said, hey man, game on. you ever kill a goat? And they, Boston Terriers did Boston this? Boston Terriers. Oh my God. Little teeny tiny dogs. You know, they're, they're a little bit hyper, but they're very, very friendly. Yes, they're a, a little bit hyper. Yeah, they're, they're hyper. <laughs> but, I mean, I, apparently it was just, it, it looked like something out of a horror movie. It's like yeah. one step up from a pug. Like, yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just need somebody to encourage you. Right, exactly. Like, for instance, right, Taryn's always had goats. Mm-hmm. But the first one she had was was just a mean goat. It was a real goat. It had horns. So I was always like, why don't we just, you're going to have to get rid of it. Why don't we kill it and make curried goat? <laughs> that was your suggestion. Correct. Now, they did end up getting rid of it, but I was just like, I don't know. It's food. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe that's what happened. The hound dog was like, you know what? Screw it. You, you Boston Terriers are right. You're exactly right. Let's, I'm hungry. Let's eat him. But I picture the Boston Terrier. Always hated that damn goat. Based on what happened to that goat and the fact that the blood had him and fine with this goat up until the Boston Terriers show up, I do picture them sounding like, your cousin from Boston. Hey, how long you been living with that goat, man? Who's that after? Them, hey, look at him standing. You know what? I don't like his... Freaking weird rectangular eyeballs. I think they were. I think they were. They weren't even mad. They were just amazed what happened. They couldn't believe it. I think I got home and was like, "What in the hell?" Hell, your sister was happy. No, she was not. <laughs> I mean, you've right, do I check my phone? Because I know I'll get a text about this. Yeah, is he talking about that again? What's uh, what's the thing about your pet? Two zero six eight zero three rock. It's amazing. It was a big ass goat. It wasn't like a little goat. It was a goat goat. It's your cousins from Boston. <laughs> Why are you moving with the food? Yeah, are you going bad making fun of my accent? Hello, Zach. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch. Hola. 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 So, hey, I, I, I thought of a, uh, a quick second one uh, that I think you might guys get a kick out of. But uh, my initial call was, um, so I have a cat. I'm looking at her right now, and she's acting all innocent. Uh, she does this thing that we call sharking. So if, like, I go out to the store and come back, she's, like, fiending for attention. And every step I take, she will rub herself against the side of my leg. And legitimately, I take another step, and she does the same thing on the other side and the other side. Like, she's tripped my mom, like, twice already. 
and my cat, like I said, we're out of town for three, four days, whatever. It's not like we abandoned the freaking cat. But we get home. I went downstairs yesterday to the basement. That's where she likes to live. And I got like my turntable down there. I just want to chill out. Now, same thing. As soon as I stepped foot in the basement, she's between my legs. And you would think they're trying to trip you to kill you. You really, yes. really would. And then I sit down on the, on the sofa. And she keeps headbutting me to the point like I thought she was going to break my freaking nose. Then digs her claws into my leg, not to rip them up, but like when she needs like her claws going, but they got those prickly ass little. So then finally to get away from her, I pick up a magazine and start flipping through it. She swats that out of my hand, headbutts me again. So I'm like, okay, let me get something more solid. Grab my bass, start playing it. She basically puts her paws over the strings. She might be saying you suck. I don't know, <laughs> but you can't do you, so then I went to my stand-up bass, right? Because that, that's a big-ass thing. I maybe got three strums out. She starts smacking the strings, clawing my leg again, and I'm like, does this mean you like me or you want me to beat you to death? Because this yeah. is really... She would not leave me alone for like two hours down there, man. Yeah. Well, here are some signs to tell if your cat likes you. So, um... Uh the Cat Protection Behavior Officer, known as Daniel Cummings. That's his actual title. That, 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 that's what he does for a living. So if your cat headbutts you, that uh, means that they, they really only rub their scent on people they like. All right, all right. Okay. So far, so good. Tommy exposure. Although yeah. this is deadly yep. territory. Uh, getting to see your fr your furry friend's uh, fluffy belly is a sign that they trust you. Yeah. Yep. If you put your hand there and they try mm -hmm. to rip your hands apart, mm -hmm. they do not trust they you. They do give you love bites, uh, gently uh, nibbling, but uh, they say you should probably not encourage that too much. No. When they need, like they're making the bread dough, yeah, yeah. Uh, that means they're calm around you. Oh, I thought they were trying to tenderize you. For I thought that was always they're looking for a nipple. <laughs> well, probably are, but that's just a sign of comforting. Like, if you like, train your cat right, Ted, they say is. that uh, purring is a sign of their love for you because they're, they, the, the mom purrs to the kitten when oh, the kittens okay. are young, and then the kitten purrs back to the mom to let them know that they're okay. So far, everything you're reading to me says when I got home yesterday, my cat was full of love. Yeah. You get loud meows, they say that could be a, a variety of reasons, hunger, attention-seeking, or illness. So oh. they say cats have... Uh, uh, often have the ability to be, quote, drama queens. You don't say. And hissing. When you hear hissing, get the hell away from the yeah, cat. They don't like it. They are not having a good day. So what was your other story there? It sounds like your cat, tell your mother, even though the cat tried to trip her and she could have taken a bad spill and needed a new hip, it was out of love. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, we, we, we definitely, we go over that like daily. It's like, she, she likes you. She likes you. I, I promise you, she likes you. How I originally got her for how old oh, was sorry. the cat when you got her? Um, she was eight weeks. Okay, because I found one thing that I've heard is, because uh, my cat will always expose her belly to me and I can rub it. Other people go to touch her belly and she tries to kill them. And I found out it's because we got her when she was like six weeks old. And when she was that little, so all she's really known basically was the palm of my hand under her belly to pick her ass up, right? move her around or do whatever. So to this day, she's cool with me touching her belly. That said, I'm not trying to touch her belly. She just keeps kind of like throwing it at me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. But um, my other story was, so this isn't my cat. This was my sister's cat. She was staying with us and she was in the middle of the transition. Uh, she brought her cat over. His name was Cosmo, as in Cosmo Kramer. And um, he was getting up there in age. And I'm laying in my bed, and he he's familiar with me. So he comes up onto the bed, and he starts, you know, kneading at the foot of the bed. And he makes these chirping noises. And I was kind of concerned because I knew he was getting up there in age. So I was like, uh, is, are 
buddy, are you okay? Are you in pain? What's going on? So I call up my sister. I'm like, hey, Cosmo's doing this thing. Um, and she starts laughing at me. And, I, and I'm like, what, what's going on? Why are you laughing? She goes, he's masturbating. And I freaked oh, out. Oh. He came off my bed. I was like, no. Don't All you right. think someone never... should warn you about mm-hmm. that? If, if you're going to watch someone's pet, and I knew yeah. for a fact that my pet would openly masturbate when you're around, like I would at least give you a heads up. Like, hey, man, just just so you know, he likes to masturbate. Yeah, it should have a song like Toons's. Right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Tommy, the masturbating cat. Yeah, exactly. He knows where it's yeah, at. Yeah, well, she's. She's kind of a B word, so it's just uh, yeah. No, she. I, I guess she wasn't thinking. Okay, all right. That a masturbating cat? I've never heard of that one. I mean, I've seen dogs do it. I know they come up all like they're trying to express dominance, maybe, but they're also masturbating, you know. But mm-hmm. a cat? I've just never heard of a cat masturbating, and now I'm wondering when I don't see my cat, you know. <laughs> Mike, are you going to tell us your cat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, they don't. My cat does this weird thing. He needs my feet. Right. And that's just kind of his way of saying hi to people. This guy, this like his shaking hands when you walk into his house. Like that's why I'm honestly terrified of Ted ever coming over to my place because it's not he doesn't do a whole lot of things maliciously, but he would walk right up to your shoes and he'd just stretch out and knead on them a little bit. That's just how he says. Does hi. he do it to everyone? I know. And dude, will, I yeah. bought those corduroy Air Maxes. He would love them, dude. I know. I was at somebody's <laughs> house and they had a cat and, I, and they were like, they were like, honestly, I'm not, they, they're like, just take them off because the cat's not going to leave them alone. No. Did you have to put them outside? Yeah. Yeah. And then huh. they're just like, oh, oh my yeah. god! And the way then he, that feels, he'll man. do it to my socks too, and that sucks because if I haven't trimmed them in a while, then one of those little nails just pokes through right in the top of my foot. That sucks. I don't think cats it's, realize how bad everything they do hurt, and not the needy, but like I understand what they need. Their claws are going to come out a bit, just based on sure. but, anatomy. But like, dude, it freaking hurts. So you've been needing me for a hot minute, basically using your heels, and every once in a while, those little toenails. It doesn't matter what the hell you're wearing, right? Pokes right through, goes in my leg, and it makes me just jump. Mm-hmm. Then the cat gets pissed, and then climbs back up mm-hmm. in, and has to do its whole swirl around 400 times, and show me its butthole, which I found it again recently. Yeah. That's a sign that they trust you and like you. So again, yesterday, the cat has definitely given me a big hello, welcome home. I mean, for hours, man. But it went through all of the other stuff, and its final thing kept doing the butthole, you know, with the tail up. And I'm like, is... Is she about to spray me? Like I really, right. I had no idea until today that you know you that's don't. The uh, you typically don't want to know how much uh, women's jeans cost because you might yes. have, you might have a heart attack if you found out. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember the day, the first time that it ever happened to me. I go, uh, my wife at the time was not not very um, neat, so to speak. Mm. So clothes, uh, they just hit the floor. Right. Whatever she's wearing, it was almost like she just uh, evaporated in all her clothes. <laughs> right, she disappeared into a pile in one spot. And I'm like, all right, so I'm, I'm doing laundry and I'm, I'm walking around. And I look at the, the pants, I pick them up, and I'm like, this doesn't. They seem. What was all this crap on here? So I pick them up and realize that the entire crotch has been eaten out of these uh, jeans. Yeah, which are like three hundred dollar jeans or some crap. Mm. And uh, according to uh, wife uh, at that time, uh, she was on her menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. So whenever I guess this this had happened to her before with this dog, yeah. But I I, I was never privy to it. So this was I mean I'm telling you the entire ass in the jeans was gone. The dog actually ate the jeans, the material. The dog crapped out the jeans. That the entire crotch, the zipper was ripped off of the jeans. My dog does that now. All right, and we have since gotten a uh, a laundry hamper that is mostly dog proof. 
And But if we forget to, quote-unquote, activate it, then the dog's going to snatch it. Underwear, jeans, pants, all this kind of thing. And that's when I find out how much things cost because my wife, when she's yelling at the dog, mm-hmm. they always give a dollar amount like that has any impact on the dog. Like, oh, I'm sorry, we'll put it on your cheap jeans. So my daughter, she's about to turn 13 years old, and I knew she was getting close to, quote-unquote, womanhood. You know, and I didn't know she was there yet or not. And I'm walking down the hall, and there's three pairs of her underwear sent, crotch eating out. And I'm like, she's a young woman now. Because I know what, because my daughter's always been a bit of a messy person. Dog never messed with this stuff. Now, it's like, and it's weird to have this conversation. Like, hey, baby, come here. When you're going through that, either put your underwear and stuff directly in the laundry, in the uh, washing machine, or put it in mom and dad's hamper. Because I cannot explain why. I do not know why. The dog loves it. She's like, that's so gross. I'm like, I'm not arguing that. It's fairly common for dogs. I know. I know it is. But it's because as a guy, we just don't have that problem. So until you kind of like spend time with a woman, you're not aware that this weird fetish that all dogs have. Like, oh, yeah, that's the good stuff right there. What what is that thing about your pet? 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 